The information presented in this podcast is not intended for the treatment or prevention of disease or any medical condition, nor is a substitute for medical advice. The information contained here in this podcast reflects only the opinion of the author and presenter and is in no way considered required practice. Welcome to Motivation and Muscle, the podcast that connects your brain to your brawn. Hi, this is Eric Fiorello, and I want to welcome you to Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24-7. Today is the 23rd of July, 2018, as we say on every show, stand up, take a deep breath through your nose, out through your mouth, and repeat after me. I am a winner, I am a champion, and I am unstoppable. Why? Because these are the things that you need to occupy your subconscious mind. As everybody knows, I've been doing a lot, a lot of mental work. And I've been talking about it on my solo shows. And some of the stuff is bled into with the family of guests that are on here. Um, This is becoming more and more prevalent in my life. And as I said before, um, and I want to just talk about the two gentlemen coming in because one is a major surprise and I'll bring him in within the next few minutes we have Stevie Shanks on and I announced that yesterday we were going to talk about the gathering and we know this could lead to anything but you talk about an honor and a surprise of a lifetime I've got his father Jack Shanks on with us and I'm telling you right now I've wanted to ask Stevie if we could get his dad on here but you know what I let things just kind of flow because I want these gentlemen on. I'm not doing it for another reason. And to think that this happened just out of clear air, at least to me, I had no idea that his dad was coming over to his home today. So we're going to bring them both in momentarily. So you know what, folks? We talk about winners and champions. Not only do we have two on, and myself included, to make three, but when you think good thoughts, when you think of the things I just said, great things begin to happen in your life. And that's why I said, you're going through a voyage with me. Anybody that wants to be an entrepreneur, that wants more for themselves, I'm not charging you for this. You're getting to go on the ride of your life if you're listening to me every day. And I'm telling you right now, if you listen and you put some of these practices in that I'm doing and I'm having such great luck with everything, Get off the fence and do your lifetime dream. I'm telling you, you will never, ever feel so good. And we'll talk about that more. Also, go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Winners and Champions, Inc., that is my premier product. 14 modules with so many of the things we do here at the FBC Stone and Steel Yard. I've been doing them for 15 years back there, and we do them all the time. They're all interchangeable. There's a lifetime of work there, believe me, and we're going to increase it as we bring out more and more product, etc., etc. Also, too, we talk about investment, and to me, everything is an investment in two companies that are going to be around for 30 years at least. I drive this place harder than you can imagine, and anybody that's working with me on the show, whatever, I they're here because they are like-minded. We might disagree or agree on some things, but there's one thing I know everyone's got that comes in here. They have ambition, drive, and they have that belief inside that you cannot make it 
in anything without that. So don't have any doubt. Believe in yourself. So when you go out to the prosperity page, that's investing in motivation and muscle and Fiorella Barbell Company, a 25 a 50 and $100 um, will get you free things, obviously, from me, but it will go right to my PayPal account. It's very easy to do, and you're making an investment not only in me but in yourself because the shows we do here, in my opinion, are like nobody else's. Oh, there's bigger podcasts, but they're not going to be for long. I'm telling you right now, anybody that knows me, anybody that's worked with me knows my ambition where we want to be a national radio show. I've had people come to me and say they can't believe I'm not on terrestrial or in a radio station by now. I will say I've had a few offers, but they don't coincide with my beliefs. I'm not taking money for the short term. M&M is going to be for at least 30 years. You don't do things that way because the short term can kill your career. We're looking to be around for a long, long time. So think about that. Also, motivationmuscle.com slash category slash podcast. Look out, go out and look at all the shows I've done with Stevie Shanks. There's going to be many, many more. And now we have his father, and we're going to welcome his dad to the family very shortly. Um, big things. Also, too, go out and sign up on motivationmuscle.com for our free newsletter. I know I've been very lax with that. But there's so many things going on here that just sometimes things get put on the back burner. The main thing is to do these shows and get the information out to everybody. Offer them another way to do things, believe me. Don't sit and beat people into the ground. We always talk about the subject, but I never walk away from this mic without telling you some of the solutions I would do and some of the things we've both had success with. So think about that. Also, too... Come on in, invest in the company, come on in, advertise with motivation and muscle. You don't necessarily have to have something that's connected with physical culture. You know, we talk about restoration, we talk about eating, all these things. Come on in for the next 30 years and both of us will make a lot of money for one another and we will save so many people that are just wandering around in circles haplessly looking for a solution. The only thing that's happened with us right now is we're just not out everywhere. As I said on the last few shows, now we're in Brazil and Italy. Um, We are now going to be going out to do two different um, ways to get our feed. Spotify is one, and Google is another. We're waiting. uh, I just submitted the work to Spotify to get Eminem out there. And I have to talk to Blueberry that houses all of these podcasts, how we're going to do the feed for Google. So there's so many great things going on here. Also, go out to our YouTube channel, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. Um, Just go out and look at all our videos. As I said, we're going to be doing a lot more with all the power rack work we're doing. And obviously, you know all the stones I've got here. It's just it's very hard to run a camera and try to train, and I just don't have the discipline to do that because uh, I'm training. I'm not filming. I, I know some guys and girls can do it. I'm just not made that way. I don't want to mess my camera up, and I'm the kind of guy, if I get too aggressive and something doesn't work, it'll go flying across the room. That's not worth it, and that doesn't do a thing. So that's the way it is. Um, I'm going to give you a little information on Stevie, obviously, Um I'm going to have to bring that up because we've had some technical problems today. Um, they launched a new Skype, 
And I put it in without thinking because I was like, well, you know, this will be easy, and it usually is, and it works with everything. And um, we had some hiccups there. And what happened was um, Stevie was kind enough to hang around and let me work through it. And this is what happens. This is radio. This is everything. And we, I needed to upgrade the player and make some more changes to the player so I could hear Stevie. And the bottom line is this. This is how winners work because we don't give up. And I was very lucky. He, um, he was gracious enough um, to say, look, I'll hang out and I'll help you out. And I really appreciate that because, you know, it's very hard to go out and put all these changes in. And who am I going to call at that point? You know, maybe I get a hold of somebody, maybe I don't. But, you know, I'd rather, I'd rather talk to him. I mean, he took the time out for me. And then he gives us the big surprise of 2018 of Jack Shanks' pop. So it's great to have him. All right, number one, Stevie's a strong man. Stone lifter, musician, and as I said, the son of the legendary stone lifter, Jack Shanks. Uh, Stevie, welcome to the show. Jack, both of you, it's an honor. And you talk about Christmas six months, or, well, five months early. Welcome both of you gentlemen to Motivation and Muscle, sir. And Jack, welcome to our family, my friend. Thank you very much, Eric. Thanks, Eric. Good to be back, mate. Good to talk to you again, always. It, it, it's great. Now, Stevie websites, anything that's going on, and we're going to get started because we're going to talk about the gathering, but this is going to coincide um, with his dad, Jack, because I have some questions for Jack that are definitely going to, um, well, I've had a lot of questions for his dad, and it's going to coincide totally with what we're talking about today, but I have an awful lot of interest in um, – I want to know some things about Jack's history too. So, Stevie, um, put out any uh, websites, anything, you know, we, what's going on, and we'll get right into the gathering, please. Right, okay. Well, we'll have the, the Denny Stones website. So it's just thedennystones.com, and that really – I mean, it gives you all the background you need and all the, the details, who's lifted them, who's going to lift them. I have a news page on it, which I keep pretty current, you know, of, of who – of the recent lift, successful, unsuccessful – and I've just recently updated it now to give a wee bit of information about the gathering, when it is, where it is, times, and that sort of stuff, you know. Yep. It's, it, it, it's all there, and it's, as more information comes in, I, I'll keep it on that site. Well, you know something? First off, I want to say this. Um, you know, we know that your dad, to me, he's a pioneer. I mean, um, when you look, you know, we look at what's going on today in weightlifting, and you are of the same way. Most of these guys are, you know, 300-pounders that are going out and doing X, Y, Z, whatever it is, and, and a lot of them are even bigger. And what I always thought about your father, especially in the pictures that I've put up, you know, I mean, anything I can find, you know, of him lifting. And what I really appreciate about him more than anything is, and this was kind of the feature back in the day, you look at anything, your dad, Paul Anderson, Doug Hepburn, any of these guys, and they'd be in street clothes. It looked like they had just gone to church, and I'm watching these guys, and they're just hammering these monster weights. Jack, this is the first question I have for you, especially in the Denny's. I mean, basically, you're dressed like you're going somewhere. Was it was it just back in the day, or were you coming from somewhere, or whatever? But it it I, it fascinated me about the gentleman back in your era, especially. I mean, you always looked professional. What what was it back then with with the dress and stuff, or did you not even think about it? 
Uh, no, I didn't even think about it, Eric. Uh, uh, I, I just had made arrangements with David Webster to come over uh, and do it. Yep. And, and uh, I, I just wore with my ordinary street clothes. Yeah. I mean, it, it's because now everybody's kind of looking pretty, you know, everywhere you look and, and this, that, and the other thing. And I'm like, this is just absolutely amazing to see these guys in street clothes and the things that they're doing. I mean, that to me was something I always wanted to ask because it was so prevalent back in the day like that. I guess nobody worried, worried about how they looked or how their hair looked. They just went out to lift, and that was the greatest thing. Um, Stevie, the gathering, obviously. Um, Big things this year. Why don't you give a little bit of breakdown of what's changing this year? Because we have already hit a little bit of it with Charlie Oliphant. But let's talk about the gathering, how it's grown a little bit. Um, obviously, I'm sure from even last year. But let's talk about a few of the other stone um, things that are going to be prevalent this year. Yeah, the, the, the gathering, it's, 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 I mean, it really has gathered momentum from the first time that, that we did it. I mean, the, the initial idea came from we recorded Stoneland, and there was seven of us there who had lifted the Denny Stones before, and I just thought it was lovely having everybody around and chatting to each other. You know, Bill Crawford was there, my dad, you know, and we're just talking about our experience with it, and I thought, wouldn't it be lovely if we had everybody? And that, that, that's what kind of sparked the idea. So like, almost exactly a year later, we had the, the gathering one, and that was really about the Denny Stones, you know, because it was, it was the Denny Stone sort of reunion thing that, that, that sparked the idea. And it was lovely. I mean, last year, you know how last year went. It was it was an amazing event for us all. Yep. We, we kind of thought that this year, how do how do we kind of move it forward and, and keep it going? Now, David Webster has always had an idea in his mind that he would like to do a Donald Denny Day, a national Donald Denny Day, mm-hmm. and celebrate you know not just the Stones but Donald Denny and and all his accomplishments over the years. So I, I spoke to David about it and I said, look, how do you fancy kind of just putting the two ideas together into in one event? And he he, he loved the idea. So we're going forward. The event will be called Donald Denny Day. Yep. And this year's the gathering too. You know, because I mean, the, the gathering kind of comes from Highland gatherings. You know, where, where they had the, the games, they are always called a gathering. So we, we kind of kept that spirit mm. in it. Yeah. So going into this year, we have obviously we have the Denny Stones, and I think that will be one of the main features. Well, it will be the main feature. But I mean, th- there are more stones that are associated with Donald Denny. For example, is the, the Inver Stone. You know, it, it, his dad actually named Donald mm-hmm. like, a, like a wee story that comes with the with the Inverse Stone you know he, he, he'd sort of asked this guy you know if anybody could lift it and anybody who did he would name his son after him right and this guy called Donald did it yep, <laughs> yep. And then we had Donald Denny you know and in addition to that you know Donald was always up for a challenge he was always looking for ways to kind of further himself and better himself and I kind of think with, with the way things have gone recently with the Ard Blair stones. Yeah. To bring Charlie and the Ard Blair, because that, that's a challenge that a little kid can take on, or a lady in the street, or a, a, a fully-fledged strongman. You know, you don't have to be of any particular standing in the strongman community to have a go. So this, as a, as a parallel event, yep. can involve people directly in what's going on up, up, up on the stage on the day, you know? So I think we've got a great mix. I think that you got probably the best best thing going ever and, and I we talked about this a little bit offline like with Charlie what I love that you guys are doing is this you could be setting the precedent for another 
who knows, it could be for the next two, three, four decades of lifters because you're getting kids involved. And um, when A.E. Russell was on with Charlie, for anybody that didn't listen to that show, you should because A.E. is the one putting together this documentary and interviewing everybody, and she'll be at the gathering too. Um, she said something to me that we've repeated here, and this is very important, especially for the mothers and, and fathers and everybody associated with this, is this. There was a young boy there. I think he lifted two of the Atlas stones. And A.E. said, because we were talking about how great this is for kids and self-esteem and how the world has changed. And, you know, we hear people, oh, you can't do it and all all this garbage. And she said, this young boy, I think he was about eight or nine, walked away from after the second stone of doing it with the biggest smile from ear to ear on his face. Now, folks, for anyone that doesn't realize that, you talk about a confidence builder. These are the things that it's not only kids. How many adults do we that that we meet that just have no courage, that just are beaten down in the ground? This is why I say stone lifting, physical culture, sandbags, power racks, barbells. I'm telling you right now, there is nothing out there like what we do. And the problem is why it's got a lot of bad rap is because of a lot of the people that are in it that really don't understand physical culture. And I'm going to go right to Jack, and then I'll go to you, Stevie. Jack, this has always interested me, and to be able to talk to you about this is incredible. What got you interested in the Denny Stones? Because I don't know how many, how many interviews you've done. I don't know if people have asked you this, but I'm going to ask you everything that's been on my mind about just watching the, you know, looking at the pictures of you. So what got you fascinated with the Denny Stones? And when you started to learn about them, what made you finally decide that you were going to go over there and lift those beasts? Well, Eric, uh, we were living in Belfast at the time, and uh, a neighbor of ours in Belfast came up with an article in the paper. Yep. And it was a photograph of a guy lifting the Denny Stones, and he got a great write-up about it. And uh, at that time, uh, I was training on one hand deadlifts, and uh, I, I figured out that the stones were probably about 440 and 360. Yep. So that wasn't correct, but I thought that's roughly what they were. Well, I knew you could do one hand deadlift with 440 oh. on a barbell, and I thought I think I could probably do that. Uh, uh, so I started to make inquiries and tried to find out dimensions and wasn't really getting anywhere. And I, I, I was a policeman, by the way. And when a policeman goes to a road accident, he measures everything. Yeah. So I thought, hmm, I wonder if I was to contact the local police and, and see if one of them can go out and measure the things for me. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> uh, I contacted the police and there was a chap called uh, Constable Dawson Yep, and he he did me a fantastic sketch, like a bird's eye view of the stones, and the exact diameter of the rings, the width of the rings, the height of the stones, everything that I wanted to know. And as a result of that, I got rings made, and then I made these two concrete things, uh, roughly to, as close to the shape as I could make them, and I made them up to eight hundred pounds, 
Yep. I, I think that was a good thing. I didn't realize that it was only weighed 733. And so it meant I was uh, lifting much heavier. And uh, then I managed to contact David Webster, got to hear about him. And David organized the whole thing. Wow. So uh, uh, my wife and I and a couple of friends uh, arrived over at the dark and we met David Webster. And he said, the press is going to be here. And I said, I, I didn't expect anything like that. I thought it was just going to be. Yep. And I got, I got quite worried. <laughs> and so I, so I always spurred like me at 11 and a half stone and the press is going to be there. And I'm going to make a fool of myself here. But mm-hmm. well, a friend and myself, we went down that night then to the bridge and uh, they, we got the stones that they were unlocked and, and I had a wee go at them and I was able to lift them. Yep. So I was able to put my mind at rest. Wow. That's a... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I went back then and this, that was actually on a Saturday night and, and the lift then was on Monday morning. So wow. it took my mind at ease. Wow. Um. Obviously, the article spurned you on. Do you think, Jack, it was um, a lot of the one-arm deadlifts that um, really helped you with that, or were you just a natural, obviously, to do it? Uh, well, I, I would suggest anybody who's training with weights and wants to do the Denny Stones, one-hand deadlifts uh, is the key to it. On the hack lift, that's lifting the, the barbell at the back, you know, on the deadlift. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, and, uh, uh, that were the two things that I trained on, and I was able to lift the concrete things as soon as they hardened. Yeah, now, I know I know the name, well, this is what Stevie said, and I think uh, when Charlie came to see, I think it was last year, you call yeah. you call those stones the shank stones, right? Well, Stephen has christened them, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, holy cow. So oh, those... Picking that one up, yeah. <laughs> well, now, those stones are at your home, Correct. Yes, the back garden, yeah. Unbelievable. Holy cow. Um, Stevie, let me ask you this. Yeah. I, you know, and we know that you started lifting stones much later in, in you know, age-wise at least. All the years you watched your dad and the fame of your dad, obviously, with these stones, yeah. what, what, what got you finally where you said, I'm going to start doing this? I know you want – I know you're very proud of your father and mother – and I, I'm sure from talking to you the last few times, obviously you are you want your father's legacy to continue long after we're all gone. Yeah. But what what was it that finally made you move to where you are right now? My fiftieth birthday. <laughs> it was, huh? Okay, all right. I was I was coming up to fifty, and I kind of thought, wouldn't it be nice just to take a bit of time and go into the gym and take a bit of personal training, maybe? Yep. And to, just getting better shape. I wasn't thinking about Denny Stones or, or, or breaking any world records at that stage. It was just purely a personal thing to make myself look better, you know, to grow my biceps, my shoulders, my chest, you know, yep. my legs, kind yep. of thing. I weighed about nine stone four. Yep. And yep. I went to a personal trainer called Venti Johnson over here. And I went, Venti was Mr. Northern Ireland for three years in a row. He was a really good bodybuilder. But he was a great personal trainer and really fired me up for for training and, and the, the gains that I got in the first few months were incredible. Yeah. You know, in terms of strength and, and even my shape changed, so it was nice. That's right. But I, I can't remember exactly at what point. It, it, it didn't sort of, I didn't wake up one morning and go, I'm going to lift the Denny's. It kind of evolved. Yeah. You know, because the training evolved because I, I was doing things, you know, just like standard bodybuilding stuff. 
Yeah. But then I was I started to go down because Dad still had some weights. He'd given most of them away, but he still had some. In the garage, and I was, I was down doing because I, I like that lift that he did, the, the partial Jefferson. Yeah, oh yeah. Try that, and I started doing partial deadlifts, and I, I got up to five hundred pounds fairly quickly, and you know things kind of evolved from that. And I kind of thought the way the weights were going, it was just like a it wasn't a light bulb moment, but it was just why don't we give this a go? Yeah. You know, and, and I actually contacted a guy called uh, Tony Atchison. Who lives in Scotland? Yeah, not to interrupt you, Tony and I. He was at the 2008 when we went to Iceland with Bill Crawford. Oh yeah, yes, that's right. I remember you telling me that. Yeah, yep. Tony's a lovely fella. But he, him and a couple of his friends had come over, had contacted Dad when they were doing the Denny's in 2006, and had asked him about his his equipment. And Dad was finished, and I mean, I had no no plans at all. So they they took his his, his pins and his weights. Dad just gave them to them. Yep. They all went to Scotland. Tony trained, and he was successful. And I just I contacted Tony and I said, "Would you mind if I borrowed these for a wee while, you know, just to, just to train for the stones?" And he said, "Absolutely no problem." Now at that point, I was lifting about three hundred and fifty, seven seventy on a, on a bar. Wow! Yeah. But it was it was it was a partial sort of straddle deadlift thing. So I kind of thought with that, I kind of wait, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wrong. I went over and, and, and got uh, Dad's weights in the rings, and we couldn't wait. It was like Dad with his with his concrete stones. I couldn't wait to get at it. Yep. So we drove to Scotland, come back that night, and I had a pull pretty much right away. And I, I failed at about 520 pounds. <laughs> so, and I thought, flipping heck, you know, because I, I, I thought it would be in around the weight of it. Yeah. So, but, but at the same time, it was, I had it in my head, and there was no way I was letting it go at that point, you know. So I trained for a year, and that, 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 was, pretty much, that was pretty much the story, you know, of, of just kind of, Building up the weights over that year, it was a hell of a journey. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. it. Was tough, but it yeah. was worth it. He did well. He did well. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, we're going to shift back and forth now. Let's go to the gathering, 2018, yeah. and we know that now. We're, we're talking. We're going to have the Denny Stones there. We're going to have the Ard Blair, and are we going to have the Inver there or not? We are indeed. Yes, the Inver Stones coming down. Uh, we okay. spoke to Jim, who, who looks after it. Yep. And look, would, would it be okay if we took it? We're just going to take it for the afternoon. Yep. You know, and we're going to do a, a display on the thing. I, I have yet to speak to David. Uh, I would hope that, because uh, David was the man, like with the Denny's, he uncovered the, the Inverstone and brought it back. Yep. To the again, you know, where people could come and have a lift at it. Yep. So I think he could be a, a, a great guy to actually tell the story. That'd and be yeah, awesome. Yeah. Martin Texas is obviously out and about there at the minute. He's the man doing the stones all over Scotland and yep. organising tours and giving people information on, on location, weights, you know, on, on technique. So Martin was the obvious choice to, to come along and do the, the demonstration. Yeah. But we, we do have a surprise now. I'm still working on it. Okay. I but I can't because I just don't know if it's going to come off yet. But if it does, it'll be amazing. If you get the if you get the Husafel stone there, don't tell me. I'll be crying my eyes out. I'll be crying, I'll be crying <laughs> yeah. like a baby. Let me tell you. Um, yeah, I think my luggage allowance would allow me to fit that one in. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll tell you, Martin is a class act. He's been on here a number of times, and um, he's a good, good friend to me, let me tell you. Uh, you know, he's excellent guy. And I'll tell you, I know he does so much for so many people for just about nothing, too, you know. And um, that's somebody you got to appreciate. I'm looking really forward to having him on once his book is released, too. That will be very interesting. What, how, how, this year, I mean, obviously, I remember when we talked last about the growth of the Denny Stones, of 
more and more people coming over to lift them or at least give it everything they got. Yeah. What are you seeing this year? Are we going to see a big, uh, a substantial increase of people doing it? What are you thinking? It's actually double. It's double what it was last year. No kidding. Uh, Holy cow. Last year was primarily me contacting previous lifters. You know, and, and I think I managed to contact them all, bar maybe one or two. Yep. You know, yep. but not everybody could make it, you know, through different commitments and just the yep. location in the world and one thing or another. But we, we had we had 16 people lift the stones last year. Yep. Or attempt to lift the stones, but not everybody was successful, unfortunately. Sure. But, you know, that that's the way it works. That's that's what makes it such a challenge. Yeah. And in addition to that, we had five guys take on the, the carry challenge. Yep. Which was amazing because, you know, my dad did it in 73. And the next man to do that was Mark Felix in 2014. Yep. So we, we pretty much doubled the, the, the quota because there was two successful lifters. You know, we had Brian Irwin from Belfast and we had Mark Haydock from England. You know, and they, they both did great. Yeah. Mark, we, was, go ahead. Was, I'm sorry. It was amazing to see. So yeah. Th- this year we have a total of 32. Wow. We, you know, we, uh, compared to the 16 and 5. And th- th- we have 32. Uh, there's 29 of those are going to be attempting to lift. Yeah. And we have three carry attempts confirmed yep. at the moment, which is amazing, you know. And there's stuff going on with, with the carry attempts, yep. which if it comes off and the guys are successful in what they're planning to do, you'll never have seen the like of this in your life. It'll be amazing. Yeah, Mark Haydock was on here Saturday, and we were talking all about that. Um, he, he by far, he's, he's pretty interesting, let me tell you, because we did, oh, a, yeah. we did a show strictly on the trap bar deadlift. And, you know, he's such a big proponent of that. Um, and the show was just excellent. And, you know, I know he's going to be one of the guys who are going to be walking him. Um, and I believe, too, if anybody can do it, he can do it. I mean, when you think about last year when he had his Achilles just shredded from the stone hitting his, um, you know, the bottom end of his uh, foot there. Oh, yeah. um, you know, to think he came back from that. And I remember he was telling us on the show, I mean, he's got a boot on. And he's still lifting. I'm like, wow. I mean, you know. So, you know what I, you know what I like more than anything about all this, though, uh, Jack and Stevie, is this. You you both know as as much as I with this is you got to have one hell of an iron will to be able to not only do it but to sustain when you have not succeeded with it and come back and come back. And I, well, I know this. I don't say I think. And I and I'll refer, and I'll say it over and over again. I don't feel there's anything out there. I mean, I know a lot of these guys have come on here. They played rugby and all that, but they've all told me the same thing. There's nothing out there like what we like to do with the stones, with the weights, with everything, because it's such a mind adventure. And we know, you know, physically, you know, I've had I've had a torn bicep, things of that nature. But we know one thing, no matter what it is, if you can't sustain mentally, and we all have the down days and we all have the workouts, it didn't go well, but I'm talking from a different perspective. When you leave that workout, even though it got the best of you, what are you going to do now to change it? And how are you going to refocus on what you're thinking? Because... What I find with I've done it myself over the years too. You know, you'll have a bad workout, or you just won't hit the numbers you want, or you're just not good mentally that day. And you know, a lot of people are are putting the the hammer down, saying, "Oh no, I, I won't be able to do this." Well, this is what I try to tell anybody that comes here or that I train or with the show too. 
one day is not going to dictate the rest of your life, whether it's in life, your job, your business, or your weightlifting. If that's what you think about, you you might as well turn around and walk away from it right now because there have been, I don't know about either one of you, there have been many times when I was so disgusted after a workout, I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I wouldn't even get 50 feet down my driveway and I'd be like, okay, what am I going to do in two days now? So, you know, but Jack, that's what I want to ask you. Obviously, what, what is the, how do you look at things in, in with stones or weights or anything? How important is the mental end of everything? We know everybody's talking recovery now. That's a very popular thing and I'm not discounting recovery at all, but how important is the mental end in what we do, no matter what it is, you know, your love life, your your family, all that, but especially when you're under a big bar, over a big bar, or you got two stones that could literally rip your arms right out of the sockets, how important is that will to succeed? Yeah, that's exactly right. The mental attitude is very, very important. Uh, I'm into martial arts as well, too, martial yep. arts of Aikido. And, uh, and there's a mindset in it as well too. And uh, but you see with Stephen now going to do the stones now in, in a couple of weeks' time. Yep. Uh, I want him. Uh, he, he's been training with the weight off the Denny stones. And uh, I want him to train with a heavier weight, which he did the last time. And that gives him that mental attitude. I can lift far more than these stones. Yeah. And and, uh, and that's exactly what he did in the last four days. He, he lifted 30 pounds more than the weight of the stones. Yep. And, and he'd do even more. Let me, so, ask, you, let me ask you this, because uh, I, I, I can answer this on my end. And then, Stevie, I'm going to go right to you with the same question. How important, Jack, and I know this would be a common question, but it's not asked. How important is confidence and belief to you in anything you do? In all, I mean, you've been around here on the on planet Earth for a long time. You've been around a lot of everything, whether it's in the policing, uh, stones, athletics, all that, martial arts. How important is that in your life? 83 years, uh, Eric. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, yeah, well, well, you do have to have confidence. You certainly do. And uh, uh, that's why it's so important if you're going to do these things. Uh, well, you need to know in your mind before you go that you can do it. Yeah. And, uh, and now, when I went to Scotland that time, I made sure that I was, that, that I prepared, you know, you must prepare yourself for it. And, uh, and then you go and you do it. Yeah. But uh, the mental preparation has to be there. But you have to exceed what you're going to do. I agree totally. That was one of the big things Mark Haydock was hitting on. Stevie, yeah. how important – I mean, look, you started at 50 years old, okay? Most guys at 50, um, they've got a nine-month pregnant belly at that point, and they have no <laughs> stamina at all, right? We know that. Yeah. What, you know, how important is deep-seated belief, confidence to you? And what do you think? Was it Jack – the combination of things, or was it just you? Because obviously you come from a great gene pool. There's no doubt about it. What do you think separates you from a lot of the other gentlemen and ladies that want to do these things, but maybe they just never get get to it, or they get to it, but it's not, they can never exceed their expectations? So, 
What is it about you? What 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 drives you? Why why do you have such a deep belief and so much confidence? Uh, the, the confidence thing comes through through training and, and, yeah. and preparation. There's no doubt about that, and I agree with Dad on that one. Yep. Thing about it is with, it, I mean, I, I've I've been around a bit of time too. I'm I'm 55 in a few weeks. Yep. You know, so I've had a lot, pretty long career in music. Yep. Uh, I was a golfer. You know, I was a single a single figure handicap golfer. You, you've got to see yourself lifting the stones. You've got to see yourself performing the Royal Albert Hall. You've got to see yourself doing these things. You know, if you if you can't visualize yourself in that position, then I, th- I think you're, you're just. I don't think you'll succeed because right. you have you have to because it's th- these are long journeys that you take. You know, I mean, for me it was it was a it was a lot of work. You know, to get to the numbers I needed for the Denny Stones. Yep. The, the the minute that I decided to take this on, yeah. I see myself starting up with the Denny Stones, and yeah. I, I'm not just saying that. I know you, you can say these things, and it's you know, you're just reading off my textbook. No, I, I generally believe. I mean, for example, when we started off with the Queen Show 26 years ago, whenever yep. Harry and I decided that we were going to do a new venue, we would have actually visited the venue and stood on the stage empty <laughs> and yep. visualised us there performing. You know, we, we did that for every venue we did for the the first maybe five or six years of, of, of our career with, with the band. Yep. And it was the same with the Denny's. I pictured myself standing up with them. You know, then you have to go and do the work, obviously. Yeah. And like uh, that says, you know, if you can get yourself ahead of it, then you're going in. It's, it's an easier task than you've already achieved. So the confidence levels come with that, you know. I also go ahead. I'm sorry. Confidence starts with, with, with visualization. You have to visualize yourself doing this because it can be an awful daunting task. You know, going from a 500 pound lift on rings to a 735 pound. Yeah. That that's half as much again. You know, so you can't just say I'm going to fancy doing that. You really need to believe in yourself. Without a doubt, and let's face it. Um... You know, you're not a 300-pound guy, and that doesn't dictate either you're going to lift any stones. The point of the matter is, what I like about it is you're strong as lightning, and it's like this guy is not some huge guy that you're looking at. I mean, this guy, like when I was watching um, the video last week of you walking with him, the thing that struck me most about you was you never gave up. It, It didn't matter if you walked one foot. You still picked them up and kept going. And see, that to me, and this is what I want to ask both of you, because I've got kind of an idea about a lot of things with this. Do you feel that, would it be all of us, I'm going to go to Jack first, or is it something that could happen to us that just spurs it on? Is what we like to do, do you think, it is in our DNA, even if we don't know it, or is it just, I don't know, is it someone we see? I just have a feeling, I always say, there's some of us, as we're coming through the clouds, get the get the lifting DNA dust on us, and we don't know it yet. I mean, I can give my example for sure, and this is it. My brother Jimmy, because both of these companies are dedicated in his honor, my brother Jimmy had muscular dystrophy, and he had he had the most deadliest form of it called Duchenne, and he was wheelchair bound by the time he was ten years old, and it 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 probably out of all of us because I was the oldest and he was next was I was frightened to death of it because as a kid you don't know you know you're you're wondering what's going on and of course my mother and father explained it to me and and reassured me all the time 
And then one day I was in a, uh, a store, small store, and I went to the comic section. I found the Incredible Hulk comic. And it changed my life forever because I'll tell you why. I said, if I can get as big and as strong as the Hulk, muscular dystrophy will never touch me. Now, Jimmy's been gone a long time. Do you know that's still the thing that rolls me? Because that was so ingrained in me, gentlemen, that I feel I felt the Hulk was indestructible, which if you watch anything, he is basically. But tell me, do you think it's uh, something, an event like happened with me? Is it in our DNA, whether it's all of us or whatever? What do you think it is that suddenly turns us into these guys that just want, and women too, that want to go out and lift these supernatural things that most people can't even fathom? What is it that is in us that wants us to go? Jack, take that first, please. Yeah, okay. Well, I'll tell you about Stephen. When he's a young fella going to school, uh, he, he represented his school in athletics. Yep. I think he was unbeaten in the treble jump. Yep. Uh, on the long jump, and he was a sprinter. He, he represented his county in badminton. Everything Stephen did, he was good at it. He mm-hmm. was a far more natural athlete than I ever was. Far more gifted. And uh, he had that thing in him to win. Yeah. He, when he was playing badminton and he, he played a bad shot, he would nearly smash the racket. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He always had that thing in him, I'm going to win. Yep. And, uh, and he, he's had that since he was a child. Yep. I think he brought the same attitude to uh, to, to the Denny stores. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do this, it's not going to be. Yep. And it's, I, I think, Jack, it's an amazing thing because my brother Mark is just like that. I mean, and now my niece Olivia is probably even worse. It's like... There is no such thing as losing anything, and they would basically probably shed their skin if they had to, to win. <laughs> I mean, it's that intense. Stevie, yeah. take um, – Yeah, you, you're, you're talking about in, in your DNA. Yeah. It's an interesting thing. It only really occurred to me about – maybe about a year ago now, I suppose. You know, when you, when you look back on the history of, of the Denny's and, and where, where they are and what surrounds them, yep. you, you take from, from uh, DNA from a parent's side – my dad obviously has a history of the, from the stone since I was eight years of age. Yeah. But if you look on the other side of my mum's side, okay? Yep. Every Highland Games has a, a clan that's behind uh-huh. the games, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the Aboyne Games are the games where the Denny's reside in, in that whole sort of Aberdeenshire area. Yep. And the, the Aboyne Games are currently, the, I think they're the oldest games still going, you know, that, that, that have been around that length of time. And the, the, the clan behind the Aboyne Games is the Gordon clan. Mm-hmm. My mother's a Gordon. Ah, there you go. Yep. You know, so, yep. uh, she married a Gordon. And she, um, uh, my, my grandmother and grandfather were both Gordons and married each other. Now, they, they weren't, <laughs> yeah. they weren't brother and sister or anything like that. You know, they were, you know, so the, the, the yeah. Gordon DNA is very, very firmly ingrained in my past. Yeah. You know, so if, if, when, you, when you combine that, my mother's history with, with the Gordon side and Royal Royal D side and, and the Aboyne Games and my father's history, I was never escaping this. I just, I just, hey, <laughs> that's a good thing, though, brother. I mean, it, it's it's treated you well. Uh, it has treated me very well, and it was it was nice last year because we attended the Aboyne Games. They invited us along as a guest, which was lovely. 
yep. and we hung out at, at, at the Gordon tent and I was speaking to the the the, uh, the Gordon clan chief you yep. know and Denny's were there and it was it was a really nice feeling of of being home yeah I'm you sure. know and, and to be honest with you I mean that's I mean I, I remember going over when I was a kid to play badminton over in in Scotland and going with trips with the scouts to Scotland and going you know with with my first gigs with the band of Scotland and every single time I went to Scotland I had a sense of being home. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm not just saying that. I mean, it's true. I've always felt that. And now when, when, you, when you combine all that's happened, you know, and I'm playing with my friends over in Glasgow, the clan and drummer guys. Yeah. It, it all, you talk about DNA and destiny. I was never, never escaping this. <laughs> no, but, but you know something? It, it, it's very amazing because you're doing what you want to do. You're, you are definitely, you have fallen into the things that really, you know, Life, like I always say at the end of the show, you know, life is asking something from you and it has asked and you are fulfilling all the time. Not many people can go out and say that they love what they do. We know that. And to have you be able to accomplish these things is a great feat of not only strength, but just the ability on the outside of the world to be able to take that. You know, I say to people all the time, Jack and and Stevie is this with the businesses and obviously you know I'm not making anywhere near what I was making in private industry but I knew that when I was going to go into this when I finally made the decision I've lost a lot of friends along the way and I've lost some family too because they want their expectations for me and I know a lot of it's measured financially but when you start one, but I started two businesses from a seed, it's just like our lifting. You heard Stevie say, you know, well, he didn't go and pick up the shank stones the first time he touched a set of rings. He didn't go and deadlift X number of pounds before he ever touched a bar. It doesn't work that way. And people that are trying to sell you this garbage are not people you want to be surrounding with or have surround you. And what I found more than anything is this, especially I'm talking just in my situation with everything. Would I have liked to have been over to Iceland and finish this thing three years ago? Sure. But there's other priorities. I hate to say it right now. We have to make both businesses very viable so I can do all these things. And that's something you got to uh, think about, and you're going to have to live with the pain of that for a little while. Does that mean that you get all upset and act like a 10-year-old? No. What I've done is I've increased my value to me. I've learned how to do different things. I've experimented with different things that I never would have had the opportunity to do if I didn't have this lag between now and when I come over. Now, to me, that's what it's all about. You know, they ask people, like, I'm going to ask Jack, cause, and, and Jack, this is, this is serious when I'm asking you this. You know, they'll say to you, you know, I, when we talk about, our vision, you know, you talk Stevie standing on a stage that you're saying, I'm going to be here someday in front of X number amount of people, and this is the way it's going to be. Well, I say the same thing because if you listen to the shows, I, I've talked to so many people that it's like this. When we're standing in front of 100,000 people and they're asking me, Eric, how did you do this? How did you become so great? Well, I'm going to tell you the X number of years of what I had to do and go through to succeed. See, the thing with success is most people only see the end result. 
what I am giving everybody right now is the opportunity to take a ride with me like you've never had before. And anybody that tells you, you know, we, we read a lot of things about, you know, I'm very um, obviously interested in learning the subconscious mind like I never have before, and I've made monster strides with it. And I do talk about it, but I'm always playing more and more. And I can't wait for the day to stand up in front of people. But right now in the interim, where you're going to get to see A through Z and the whole in between, um, I want to inspire people. I want them to find their greatness. I want them to get off the fence and get off their behind and stop listening to people that have nothing but negative things to say about them. Can you shut it all out? Never. But what I'm saying is as you learn to build that garden between the six inches between both of your ears, meaning your mind, you can accomplish some massive things. And, Jack, this is what I want to ask you, and comment on any of that. Well, this is, this is very important, and I want to ask Stevie this, too. What do you feel is your greatness right now? What, what, I mean, we all want to leave legacies. I do especially. I mean, I want to leave these two businesses to go on. You know, like Walt Disney, any of famous people that we read about in history. You know, you talk. I there was a thing today on the radio I was listening to. You know, they were talking to Churchill. It was a recording of uh, Winston Churchill. You know, never give up. Never the whole thing like that. What is your greatness, Jack? What do you feel you've brought and are still bringing to the table to this day? I never looked on myself as being great, Eric. Honestly, you are uh, great. You are. Yeah. You're, you don't realize you're a hero to a lot of people. I, I and don't be. Um, um, I don't want you to be. Um, I, I, say it any way you want, but I'm telling you right now, you you have greatness. But go ahead. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you what to say. No, no. Well, probably the most important thing in my life is Eric. Is I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, not with the main motivation in my life. Okay. But as far as the Stones are concerned, I thought it was just a matter of me going over and lifting them. And that was it. it was wow. Done with. Yeah. I, I never expected to to materialize the way it has. Yeah. And it certainly did not. Well, um, Jack, Jack, you know something too. Maybe that's why you were brought here. <laughs> no, and I mean this. I mean this in a very respectful way. Is this? You created something, all right, we know Denny, you know, was the whole deal with the Stones. We know that, Donald Denny. But you came after, what was that, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, it was like 100 years after, um, and lifted those. But what I'm trying to get at here is this. Obviously, you came here for a purpose. And this might have been, you know, and I know it might sound bigger than life, Maybe this was why you were here, too, because look at what this is evolving into. Go ahead and comment on any of that. Well, it's amazing. I did not expect this to, to end up like this at all. As I say, I thought it was just a one-off, and that would have been the end of it. Yeah. And I certainly did not expect it to explode the way it is now. I think it's really exploded since Stephen got involved. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, the father and son thing, and... Uh, the Americans seem to take an interest in it then. Mm-hmm. But uh, I was just fortunate that I was just the first up, so. Well, I, yeah, and you know what I like about you, which we've lost, I think, in a lot of ways? Especially, I'll, I'll talk about America. You just decided to go do it, all right? 
You didn't need you didn't need 500 people uh, waxing you down, making sure everything was all right. You know, the training was very primitive. Um, you know, you weren't sitting in, in spas and all these things like now. And, you know, you had to figure it out for yourself. You had to figure yourself out mentally. That's what I think we've lost in sports and in culture totally now. The ability to, like I talk about here, it's 20 below and I've got bars sticking to my throat, but yet I'm still out there, all right? Yeah. Um, going outside and basically lifting steel stones and my shirt freezing to the stone, all right? And most people say to you, well, you're out of your mind. No, I'm not out of my mind. I love it that much, and I know the limits, Jack. I mean, and Stevie, if it's 30 below, I know I only got so much time out there before I could get any type of frostbite. I'm not foolish like that. But don't we know, too, that we are much more than people make us, and we can exceed limitations, believe me. There are no limitations when we do what we want to do. Stevie? Uh, respond to any of that, brother. Okay, well, you, you talk about the greatness thing. I have to say, I, I kind of feel like my dadness. I don't feel that I'm that I'm, I'm great. But what, one of the things that I, I do kind of know that has happened is when I when I was managed to lift the stones for the first time. Yep. I mean, but but one of my main drivers for doing that was was not for me and, and my own sort of thing. It was kind of the extent my dad's story because yep. it was such a good story. Yep. At that point, and it, to be honest, with you, if I hadn't been involved in it, I would have read it and enjoyed it. <laughs> you know, so I, I just wanted to add a wee chapter on, you know, and and, and create the father son legacy thing, you know, because I, I think that's that was definitely something worth doing. Yeah. But, having done the stones and having looked around, you know, for example, the stones were very hard to get at. Yep. You know, and, and whenever I I tried to get at them, it was they kind of asked me who I was, and it's not a criticism; it's it's just an observation. You know, and when I said it was Jack Shanks' song, I said, "Okay, that's fine." So, <laughs> yeah, which was which was great for me, but not so great for everybody else. Yeah, you know, and I kind of didn't think that that was I'm not sure if it wasn't fair was the right word, but I just thought it shouldn't be like that. Yep. You know, this is a natural challenge, so that's why I kind of got myself involved and created the website and and spoke to Bologna Estate and David Webster and all the people who were involved in it. You know, yep, guys like Peter Martin were, were on kind of fighting the corner. You know, not that, not that it was a fight. I mean, it was it was actually it was a very simple process because when I spoke to like the Boyne committee, the Boyne Games committee, when I spoke to to, to Malcolm at, at Bologna Estate, yep. everybody, yeah, this is great, you know, and we can preserve the stones, protect the stones, but also get the stones out there, and and you know, and then Stoneland came along, you know, with 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 Terry Todd and John Todd, you know, and I, I would just like like just to take a wee time just to kind of just to thank Terry. Uh, yeah. To, I don't know if you know that Terry passed away. A couple yes, of weeks. I. Yep, yep. You know, and it's, he was a he was a very very good to me and, and our family, and I'm really going to miss Terry. Yeah. You know, and I feel for his wife Jan. You know. Yep. But uh, Terry was great. You know, and when he came along and and, and Jan and, and did the Stoneland thing, you know that, and having the website and it all came at the same time, you know. So you you talk about DNA and things meant to be. You know, the timing of this was incredible. Yeah, absolutely. But, Pieces fell together in a matter of just a few months. Yep. You know, and then the Arnolds came along and, and, and went out through the Arnolds and that went ballistic. You know, and we're in a position now where the Denny's are, they were always known, but now they're accessible. Oh, without a doubt. You've done so much for that. You know, that's what I said. It's a great thing that you're doing because not only, you know, the hardcores all knew, uh, not all of them knew about the Denny Stones. I mean, anybody that knows anything about Denny's obviously knows who your dad is. 
But what you've done now, it's the same way we do with the show. We aren't directly there in Scotland, but the thing is, your promotion, and it's good you have the name Shanks, because let's face it, when people hear that name, that know of the history of Denny's and what's going on, it's a plus for you. I mean, I know that there's other people that would love to have accessibility, but now they do. So I think the Shanks name has lent itself to the progression of this. And when you talk about, you know, um, with Jan and Terry Todd, obviously, you know, the extent they've had on people just through the history of weightlifting, no matter what it is, it was the same thing. You know, we lost Steve Jack a few months ago, and I've said on multiple shows, I don't know if I ever would have lifted a stone if I didn't see that video of Steve over in Iceland. Um, I do believe, let's face it, Bill Crawford, in my opinion, really put Iceland on the map again. All right? And I know that they've even found some other stones over there that they're looking at. Um, But I'll tell you right now, and I've said it to Bill on shows when he's been on here, to me, Steve Jack was the uh, architect of them coming to where they are, in my opinion, right now. Um, and I I read a thing out of Stones and Strength I'll read at the end of the show, um, you know, obviously by the late Steve Jack and the late Peter Martin. Um, these are people like yourself, like your father, that maybe you don't even realize it consciously, that the things you're saying and what you're showing, you know, your actions speak. You, you don't realize, maybe you both do. I don't know if you realize the amount of people you've probably touched in the world. And that, to me, is more important than lifting anything in the world. Because I'll tell you why. The kid that's hanging on by a thread that's got nobody goes and sees what you guys are doing. And suddenly he starts asking questions or goes to the local gym. Or the guy or gal that's had nothing but misery in their life suddenly discover you folks or anything. And they see what weightlifting and the ideas and the courage that comes from it. You don't, you know, my mom said, I'll say that at the end of the show, what she used to say. You know, it never hurts to say hello to someone because you never know what that person's going through. You know, I love talking, obviously, or I wouldn't be doing this uh, I go to so many places, and of course, the question they say to me all the time is, you lift weights. Well, I know I do. It's obvious, et cetera, et cetera. But do you know that's the calling card usually because you know what? They really want to talk to you. I've been in places where I'll sit. I don't even know these people. I'll talk to them for half an hour. And it could be weightlifting. It could be current events, anything. You learn people, You and, and you know something? It's worthwhile because they're taking something away, and you are too. You'll probably never meet them again in your entire life. But the things you gentlemen are doing, among many others, I don't. I, I'm sure you do. But it's 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 something that is vitally important. I think, especially in today's world. Comment on any of that, uh, Jack? Go ahead. Oh, it's fantastic. Well, listen, uh, I would never have managed, would have managed to do if it hadn't been for the backing of the good wife I have. Yep. Mark, now, 35 years, uh, and without her love and backing, I wouldn't be where I am now. Right. 
That's very uh, cool, yeah. yeah. I have to say it's the same with, because mm-hmm. Heather and I kind of got together around about the time when I started training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she has been right behind me from day one, never yeah. complains. You know, she would, she never says that she wants me to stop. But right, she right. That I didn't lift such heavy weights. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm <laughs> you with know, you. I've, I've made her a promise, you know, that whenever I do uh, the gathering and whenever I lift my dad's stones uh, properly after the gathering, that I, I think I'm going to leave lifting the Denny stones at that because... I don't want to keep coming back to it and I'm going on a, on a, a downward spiral. I, w- I want to, to sort of quit when I'm ahead. Yeah, yeah. So I think, but it doesn't mean I'm quitting stone because there's, there's the Inver stone, there's all those manhood stones. <laughs> yep. I have more world records that I want to get, you know, when that's, I'm far from done. I just think that that's a chapter in my life that has been just such a, a pleasure and a joy to be involved in. Yeah. And if I can walk away under my terms and not be made to walk away through injury or poor lifting or lack of ability, I think I would much rather go away on my terms. I, so, I agree. Then he's going to them planning to be at the gathering, but I'll tell you what, it's going to be good. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's going to be good. I mean, I can't wait to hear about it, and I told Mark and all of them, because they were saying about footage, I said, send anything you want, put it on etched in stone. I mean, we're looking, you know, as I said, we got the etched in stone for kids page. I mean, that yeah. thing sizzles. I mean, the the objective here is, Let's get going. Let's do something, you know. Oh, man. You guys there? Hello? Well, I'm not, you know, we're back again. We're with uh, Jack Shanks and Stevie Shanks, and we're talking about today the big stuff going on, the gathering, but the prior things we had spoken about with not only, you know, just the will, the ability to get it done, why did we do it? Who are, you know, why did Jack decide way back when he was going to lift the stones, the Denny stones? And we go into the whole history, what he saw in the newspaper. Same way with Stevie, 50 years old, starts him, okay? But as we know with what Jack said, Stevie was a hell of an athlete from being a young boy right through to where he is at almost 55 years of age. Stevie, we you know, we had Mark Haydock on here the other day, and we know what he is going to do. He is going to walk, obviously, the Denny Stones among, I think you said there's four others, too, that are going to go after him. You know, and we talk about legacies and history. What do you see with the whole history of the gathering, and especially the way you've brought it, way up yeah, and yeah. where where do you see the history of of just the denny stones the gathering all of it yeah you think you hit the nail on the head with the word legacy you know and i, and I know charlie has has made, made an issue of that yep. in the the coming up uh documentary that i was doing yep i mean legacy for me is one of the reasons that i want to do this because i wanted to extend my dad's story yep you know when people looking back they see my dad's how it evolved through the years you know i was able to add a wee bit onto it but you know, I was talking to me, there's, there's a chap there, uh, Brett Nickel, yep. who, who lives very close to him, and he's got the Nickel Stones, and you never met a more passionate guy when it comes to the Denny Stones, yep. except maybe Mark Haydock, because he's got this magnificent obsession now, you know, but when you when, when Mark and Brett and I talk together, you yep. know, I mean, it's like this week, we could talk for days on this thing. <laughs> I'm yeah. with you, yep. One of things was in my mind, yep. whenever I did, whenever we, we, we recorded the Stoneland thing, was I... It was just—it just happened out of the blue on the day that I had a pull at Brett Stones, 
And I thought, it actually felt quite light, so I thought I'd like to try the carry. Yeah. And then we did that, and you've seen that's on the, on the documentary now. But in my mind, I always thought, wouldn't it be lovely to do that on the bridge? Yeah. And I was talking, it was in my mind for well over a year, and I was talking to Brett one day, and Brett sort of said, look, what about lifting my stones on the bridge? I said, Brett, I'm really glad you asked me that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it all came out of me then. Because the thing about it is, yes, history is Donald Denny, history is my dad, you know, 45 years ago. But history has to start somewhere. Yeah. You know, and, and speaking to Mark and speaking to Brett, and we, we kind of thought, well, why don't we bring the stones onto the bridge and we walk with the, with the, with the nickel stones? Because that's, I mean, they're very, fair enough, they're not as heavy as the Denny's, but they're heavy stones. Yeah. You know, and there's a, there's a parallel story and, you know, and an expansion of just, not just the Denny's. The stones now are starting to gather, you know, the, I think I was, I was the third guy to lift them, and, but all of a sudden there's, there's four, five, six, seven guys have done it now. You know, and so we're, 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 we're creating history here as well. Yeah. You know, and, and leaving a legacy for generations coming behind us. You know, there's Charlie's son. Yeah. You know, and all of a sudden, I mean, he's he's lifting the R. Blair stones. Yeah. He's, he's yep. And I, he's with eight years of age. I yep. was eight. You know, so this is the next generation. So we're, we're trying to lay down challenges. Yeah. And, you know, and, and stuff for the next generation. No, you know, I agree. Yeah. For the, you know, so... Legacy is, is a big thing. It is. Um, well, think about this. How many kids at eight years old are sitting down with Big Z? I yeah, mean, Zadrunas so Savickas at eight years old. I mean, you know, Charlie and Lawrence have both been on here because we do father and son shows. And look at what we got here today, father and son. And this is very, very important. Um, Jack, I want to ask you something. Stevie, did I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Is there anything else you want to add? No, no, definitely not. I mean, okay. I, I think, I think just, just running up, it's just something I, I want to sort of say while I have an opportunity. You, you know, got, you I, got every opportunity you want. <laughs> say whatever you want. You got the floor. The, the Denny Stones, for me, it's never been a challenge, right. you know, or it's, it's never been a competition. It's a, it's a personal challenge. You know, you, you either lift them or you don't, Yep. you know, but yep. one of the things that they have to say is, you know, looking at that, the lifters out there at the minute, Mark Haydock is just, he's just on a different planet than the rest of us. Yeah, he's time. brutal, man. Unbelievable. Yeah. The guy is head and shoulders above the rest of us. Now, we're all doing our own thing and we're doing well in our own ways, but when you lift, when you watch Mark lift these things straddle-wise, side by side, you know, he, he picks up a stone of 250-odd kilos in the front yep. and then one of the 180-odds in the back, you know. That's just superhuman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, you I'm know, so looking forward to seeing Mark perform. Yeah, you know, injury free this year at, at, at the gathering. That's just that's just from a personal point of view. You know, that's awesome. Uh, Jack, um, obviously, let's talk about legacy. One thing I wanted to ask you, I didn't, and um, it doesn't have to be one. As a young man, even to today, I know I know how much you love your son, and I'm sure he'll be in the group. Yes. What what lifters? I don't care if it's bodybuilding, strongman, whatever. What lifters did you admire as a younger man when you were tackling this stuff? And as through middle age and as at 80-plus years old now, um, who were who some of the gents that you really liked and looked up to? Uh, in my early days, uh, I used to admire Doug Hepburn. I'm sure you heard of him. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he, he did a world record in the press of, 360 pounds. Yep. And uh, I thought that was fantastic, you know. And uh, But uh, as Stephen said, 
Yeah, the up-and-coming up person in the Denny Stone's name would be Mark Hedick. Yeah. Um, which yeah. He is fantastic. Yep, yep, absolutely. But, uh, I, uh, when I was uh, working on my concrete ones way at the very beginning, uh, I noticed in the garage when I lifted them up and put them down again that they'd move forward. Yeah. And that's what gave me the idea of lifting and setting down. Yep. So I, I started the ball rolling on that. But he's going to put the thing up now another notch by walking with him, which is absolutely yeah. fantastic. Um, uh, you know what I want to ask you? I know the shank stones are heavier than the Denny's. What is? Do you know roughly what the weight is of those two stones? Yes, I, I put 800 pounds into them. The wow. four and 360. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <Would> <laughs> I, I, wouldn't that be great to be able to just come out your door every day and lift them and then just walk back in and have breakfast? I mean, that'd be great, wouldn't it? I mean... <laughs> times a week when he was training <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you know overloading they'll tell you well you know it doesn't do anything i got news for you the more you overload your body the bigger and stronger you're going to get so you can shoot that theory um gentlemen anything else you want to add um if not stevie uh give out all the information i'd like you to give the date of the gathering um what Events are going to be there, and I know you've got something possibly in the works that could be a big surprise. So take it away. If you're done, Jack, if not, go ahead. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, pleasure talking to you, Eric. You're not uh, kidding, man. This is an honor. Holy God. I never thought in my wildest dreams you were going to be on today. But you know what? When you think good thoughts, look what happens to you, huh? You know? But thank, but thank you, Jack, and I, and you know, I always wish you well, and I hope you'll come on here, and I want to welcome you to the Motivation Muscle family and the Fiorello Barbell Company too. It, um, this is a big day for me, believe me, I'm telling you. So welcome, thank, sir. Thank you very much indeed, Eric. It was a pleasure. You're a welcome. Pleasure. Yes. Um, yes. Steve, Stevie, so give out uh, all the information, my friend. Okay, well, uh, I suppose, I mean, I, I could talk to you for another two hours on this, so I think we better wrap it up somewhere. Yeah, I could too. And if I if we had a little um, bourbon or some uh, Black Death, I could talk to you probably longer. <laughs> you know, the, the, the gathering, uh, Donald Denny Day, it is now the, uh, the gathering too, the second one, is on Sunday the 5th of August. Yep. It starts at 12 noon. And we'll be putting lifters out in groups of four every half hour for the first couple of hours. Then we have... Martin Janksik's Inverstone display. Then we have the three warriors who want to take on the carrier. Uh, that's going to be something to see. We currently have Mark Haydock. We have uh, Neil Elliott. Uh, Nelly Elliott from Scotland. And we have Josh Brown. And the, these three guys, I mean, that they, they when they lift the stones, I mean, they're so powerful. Yep. You know, so it's going to be a great thing to see. Then we have, we have a guy called uh, Matt Hall. Matt Hall is a disabled strongman. And he has two prosthetic limbs, and he is going to take on the Denny Stones. Holy cow! I mean, it, when when he when he approached me about it, I was absolutely blown away. Yep. You know, part of this guy, he's, he's a he's, they're all over doing a Highland Games. Yep. And he was down to watch, and we were just talking, and he said, "Look, can I take them on?" I said, "Of course you can." Wow. You know, because the disabled strongman is growing. Oh and, yeah. Yep. You know, these guys are strong, and they're, they're they're not you know strong for disabled guys. They are strong. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've watched them lift stones and, and, and was over at, at, at uh, Gary's thing over in England. Sure. You know, and I never seen anything like of it. Honestly, it was amazing. So it, it's an honor for me to have Matt have a go at this at the event. And then we have another three groups of four lifters to finish it off. So, you know, we have 32 lifters in total, which is amazing. Yeah. 
and in, in parallel, obviously, we have the Art Brewer Stone. So anybody who wants to have a go, you don't have to be qualified in any way. You just approach Charlie, and off you go and have a, and have a crack at the stones. Awesome. And you know, yep. it's the same weekend as the Aboyan Games. So anybody travelling from a distance, you know, if you want to make a weekend of it, you've got the Aboyan Games on Saturday. You've got the Donald Denny Day on the Sunday. So it's a good full weekend. Um. And obviously the inverse is going to be there, but you're not just going to be able to go up and, and lift that. That's going to be something that will be supervised, I take it, right? The, the inverse stone, it's a, it's a publicly available lifting stone. You know, we, yep. we, we're taking it for, for half an hour just because what we want to do is we want to publicize the inverse stone as much as the Denny's. You know, so we're going to be telling the, the background of the inverse stone, why it exists, why it's a challenge stone, what the challenge was, you know, and then there's going to be a display from Martin, but we have something in that display and I, I hope to God he comes back to me because <laughs> he's going to something, you know, it's just incredible. Yeah, you know, absolutely. I, I will publicize it on the Denny website, so watch this space. Wow. Um, why don't you give out the website too where they can go and look at everything and uh, anything else you want to add? If not, I will uh, proceed to uh, our credits and everything, sir. Okay, it's just the DennyStones.com. Okay. Uh, nice and simple. You go in there, everything you need to know. And contact me at stevieshacks at rock.com. No problem. Oh, awesome. Uh, this is Motivation and Muscle Streaming Radio 24 7. Go out to FiorelloBarbellCo.com, Winners and Champions Inc., our premier product. Also, invest in our company uh, at FiorelloBarbellCo.com. Go out and read about what prosperity consciousness is and anything you can give would be much appreciated. Also, too, go out to motivationandmuscle.com. Go out and slash category slash podcast. We almost have a 1,000 shows out there. This show will be up, what is today, Monday. It will be up by Wednesday. I have one to do tonight. If I have, with everything going on, it could be up tomorrow, but Wednesday at the latest. So go out and look at all those shows, just all of them, but go out and look at the stuff I've done with Stevie. Also, too, sign up for a free newsletter at MotivationMuscle.com. Um, it goes right to my MailChimp account, and when I put out information, it'll go right to your inbox. Also, come on in and invest in our website or in our podcast show. It's a great way to come in to a company that is just growing, and I have a voracious appetite for growth, believe me, and I love what I do. And you can contact us. We're right on the homepage of MotivationMuscle.com. And the only way you're going to get a hold of me is to call me. Not unless you live over where Stevie is, we could Skype. But I believe in talking to people rather than emailing them. Uh, short stuff, that's fine. But when you're doing business, you need to respect one another and talk with one another. That's how good things are done. At least in my opinion, that's the way my father taught me. Um, also, too, don't forget to go out to our YouTube channel, Fiorello Barbell Company, Real Men, Real Strength, Real Power. If, so, um, if you like uh, anything, I mean, if we can get Jack back or it's just Stevie, there's a show you'd like us to do, Fiorello Barbell at NICAP.RR.com. If, um, you can get us on iTunes and Stitcher. We've gotten the five-star review. We thank you for that. If you'd like to get our show in your car, it's AHA Directory, which is AHA. If someone seeks you out in the concrete jungle or the gym, five words can change their life and yours too. Never forget that. As my mom said when we were kids, never be afraid to say hello to someone or give them a smile for that day. You never know what people are dealing with. 
and you never know what you could do for them. Uh, and that's the truth. If you're going to lift it, bend it, break it, twist it, squat it, press it, pull it. If you're going to lift stones, turn them into dust. And as the great hoose of steel crusher stone says in blood red domination, we clear cut the path. We don't follow anyone's. Dominate, obliterate, and dent everything in your path. And as Russell Fur says, who's been listening to Eminem from the beginning, when I listen to your show, I swear there's testosterone dripping out of my speakers. My friend, it's more like a tidal wave, and it's getting higher and higher and higher. This is what it's all about. Frank Klein, my greatest business college professor. Repetition, repetition, repetition. Winners never quit. Quitters never win. My dad, be a leader, not a follower. Be a leader, not a follower. John Ridge, my greatest college professor, or or I'm sorry, my greatest chiropractor. And John was like a father to me after my dad passed away. I miss John like all those other two men. You wouldn't believe it, but he'd walk every patient to the door no matter how busy he was, and he would always say, keep smiling. Try that on your best or worst day. I've got a grin on my face right now. It works, believe me. Um, No one will ever clip our wings, obviously, as I always say, Um, and be a part of our family for the next 30 years. You know, we need you and you need us. And I'm telling you right now, it's very important. As Les Brown says, you all have greatness in you. We take it two steps further. We got your back and we believe in you. And I don't know many people in today's world, unless you're very lucky, that are going to put something out like that. And that's what's very important. Um, Before I sign off with Jack and Stevie Shanks, they're going to appreciate this, and I'm sure they've read this. But I talked about Steve Jack and what an inspiration he is and will always be to me. And this is out of Stones and Strength, Steve Jack and Peter Martin. And it's about the inverse stone. Rest while you can. Enjoy each night you sleep in the mud. Cherish the blanket of highland grass. That, until now, has kept you warm and safe. For in a couple of moons, I'll be calling. Steve Jack. And before I say goodbye to Jack and Stevie... Is that not something to live by? Ask yourself that every day. What am I living for? And what do I want to do with my life? Jack, welcome to the family. Honor like you wouldn't believe. It was great meeting you, sir. And I look forward to shaking hands and looking into your eyes down the road and saying a real hello to you. Um, And welcome. And thank you for being on, sir. Um, Me too, Eric. I'm looking forward to meeting you as well. Thank you. Stevie? Always an honor, brother. You bring it to the table, and you're doing so much for the world of stone and life and everything. And thank you for being on, my friend. It's a labor of love, Eric. Eric, can I just add one final thing, please? Because Whatever. I, I, I hate to miss this one. Go ahead. Stevie and Lee Holland Keane will be yeah. lifting. You know, that, that's that's two ladies lifting the Denny Stones. Yeah. Which, you know, as you know, it's only John Todd so far has been recorded doing that. Yep. This will be historical day. And you know how strong those girls are? And how close they came last year. So we're expecting great things off them. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Susan didn't lift them. I'm telling you right now. Unbelievable yeah. lifters. Um, they're such good people too. And you look, the way, you look at how their young children are and what they're involved in. It's, you know, it's very reassuring to the future. Um, most people are down on everything. I see it totally different. So, yes, um, I, I wish them both. I wish everybody the greatest, the greatest luck 
with doing these things because it's so important. And hopefully, um, shortly after, we'll get you back on, Stevie. I want to hear a great report. Um, yeah. Any um, any footage, anything you want to do, you know, you can put anything out on Etched in Stone and Etched in Stone for Kids because that's our mission here to spread the word of physical culture. So I thank you for being on, my friend. Thank you. You are welcome. So for Jack Shanks and Stevie Shanks, this is Eric Fiorello. Remember this. The world is asking something from you. It's not the other way around. Go out and do something magnificent because you know what? You're all winners, champions, and unstoppable. Nobody came into the world a loser. You've been told that. Do not listen to it. Go out and win. Champion everything you do. Thanks for listening, everybody. This show will be up. Wednesday at the latest, and we will talk to you soon. I am a winner. I am a champion. I am unstoppable. Thanks so much for listening to Motivation & Muscle, the podcast that connected your brain to your brawn. We'll We'll see see you next time. time.